Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. How sweet indeed it is. Let's talk some sweet 16 here. You're tuning in to Bolt Brady and his bro, the best place for your sports gambling info. Let's welcome in our handicapper. Not sure there's a better way to start off the show, but with a cha-ching. And for the new listeners who don't know what that means, that's the cash register opening up. Chips. Chip chips. Ching, 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 ching. (laughs) (laughs) Best bets, four and one. ASU. Crapped on Reno, Utah State, Mizzou went way under. Gonzaga, Grand Canyon went under. Penn State took care of Texas A and Emmer, didn't even need the points. The only miss, Drake versus Miami, and they actually had him and let him go. Yeah, so like I said, there, there's always that the five twelve, and it didn't happen this year. It didn't happen. There wasn't a twelve that beat a five. No, that's always kind of one of the go tos on on the brackets. Well, that's kind of a go to. You mean for the national narrative, right? For those guys to shit about. I mean, seriously, you would not be in bad shape if you just faded everything those guys said on the on the broadcast, like the CBS guys. Uh, it was the. Uh, gosh, what game was it? It was one of the games, and they all took everyone that I didn't. I, I took the opposite of all of them, and I go, chalk that up. I knew that was going to be the dub. Mm-hmm. It's great. Those guys have no clue. They can't even pick who's going to win the game. No. Much less the points. No, you go to like ESPN and stuff, and it's like, uh, click here for every single one of Jay Billis's picks <laughs> on ESPN+. Plus. <laughs> right. I'm all set there, bud. I'm, yeah. I'm not paying for that service to read his bracket. Dude, do they really charge? Yeah, you have to be an ESPN Plus guy. Oh, to get- wow. Come on. Jay's got clues. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> he does know the teams and all, you know, well, all the yeah. players. I mean, there's a guy out there that I heard on a podcast, and he knew um, who all the uh, <laughs> the mascots were for all, every Division One squad. That doesn't mean he knows crap about the game, though. <laughs> he, they were doing that to, to Big Chuck Wagon uh, Barkley. They were throwing the, the emblems up, and they're like, what school is this? And they, they're in the tourney. Yeah. He's like, man, you can't throw like the Fairleigh Dickinson up there or something. I don't know who they are. <laughs> Speaking of them, uh, their head coach got the new job at Iona. Because Rick Patino was at why uh, Iona, and he's actually going to St. John's now. Yeah, I saw that. Did you? So what? Who got what job now? Like, so Rick Patino. No, I got that. Uh, you said their coach fairly. Oh, yeah, their coach is going to take over for Rick. Oh, he's going to Iona now. Yep, gotcha. Yep, yep. Yeah, Rick did the the three years at Iona, and then uh, kind of weaseled his way back here into the Big East. Well, he needed to kind of clean up the record a little bit, you know. Well, yeah, because he the, got busted yeah, when he was at the was, Big Louisville. It was twenty seventeen. He got like something. With he some, got pushed out. Yeah, he did something with some gal and some stuff. Well, yeah, he was with the gal, but it was also because uh, their recruits were with some gals. They were bringing the recruits in and uh, looked like they might have hired some lady of the nights mm-hmm. for the recruits mm-hmm. when they came in. 
that's against the rules, Rick. Sorry, Rick goes, dude. Louisville's <laughs> not the only one doing this here. What are we doing? <laughs> He's like, I did this at Kentucky and every other school. Why is it coming down to me now? And we're also giving the guys some chips here to come here. But it's just like uh, the dude from um, from Arizona, who's head head coach at Xavier now. Oh, Sean Miller. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with Sean. Sean got busted. They pushed him out. Takes like the year off. You know, and then Xavier or school goes, we'll take you. Yeah, he got busted for the guy, the the Aiton guy that's the center for the Suns now. Right, right. Because so. he was in like one of the islands and they threw some money at his mom. Yep, just like the movie Blue Chips. Yep, that's the way it works. Yeah. But, but now they can mask it with the NIL. You can throw oh. the NIL money. So now do they even need to do it? They just have the NIL. Yeah, because yeah, you can still buy someone's mom a pad and stuff. Right, and just throw it under the NIL umbrella. Be like, this is from uh, Houston Chevrolet <laughs> dealership. Congratulations. This is an incredible house. Thanks very much. <laughs> so what'd you think about the opening round games? I, I was in a uh, sack for two of them. They were sweet. Oh, yeah. Well, let me ask you, how was it seeing it live? It was great. Um, you and I, we've always been pretty good about uh, kind of squirming down from, from better seats than we pay for it. So, mm, of course. I, I had my 10-year-old with me, and I kind of sh- showed him the ropes. Showed him the way. <laughs> <laughs> we we were already lower bowl, but I'm like, let's go lower front row middle here and see if anyone says anything. <laughs> and, and they never they never came. So it was front and center, Utah State, Mizzou. How many rows back? It was just, it was as close as you can get. They take the the first two rows for kind of the media, like all the laptops and stuff. Oh yeah. So we were right. We were the front row middle, like mid court. It was perfect. And I had Utah State. You know, I told you going into last weekend, I loved them. They were kind of some some senior leadership and some juniors. Right. Great with the three ball. However, they shot four for 23 and just... Not cutting it. No, nah, Mizzou brought the heat with the pressure on the ball kind of the whole game, and they just couldn't couldn't finish. You should have taken the under with the best better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was telling you that the ball and stuff that they're using looks mm. like brand new and sticky. And you're saying, you know, you keep seeing it stick in the rim here. Oh, yeah. No, on it, the sides. It got wedged in like one um, one area was like set of games. It was wedged like four times in the first three games. Yeah. It's a new ball. No, you can just tell the way the guys are dribbling and handling it. There's something that's a little different with it. So it's real. I don't know. And then those rims, you got to be butter because those things are not budget anymore. <laughs> well, you know, I like to take the unders. And uh, how about up till this point? 68% of the games have gone under. Hmm. Is that any good? So I had to take advantage of those situations even when I was at the dentist. <laughs> first, first time ever. I was at the dentist, and I'm watching the Utah State-Missouri game, and I go, this game's slightly going under. So as the lady's in my mouth cleaning, I just reach into my pocket real quick of my jacket, whip out the cell phone, go in-game under, in-game under, in-game under. Was the TV above you, and it was getting getting games? Yes, thank you. I should have clarified that. Yeah, you know how at the dentist now they have the TV for you. So when I first came in, I'm like, hey, can we put this on the March Madness? She's like, no problem. And so I've got the March Mad rocking, and she's cleaning the teeth, and I'm like, Thinking to myself, wow, I'm missing out on some opportunities here to make a few extra bucks. And then I go, <laughs> no, I won't. 
And I just reach into the pocket, and she's like literally in my mouth, and I'm like reaching underneath her arm so I could see my <laughs> my phone, and I just go in game under, in game under, and just was winning chips at the dentist. Nice play. <laughs> it was great. First time ever I've done that. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I actually went last night, coincidentally, to the dentist, uh, but all they had for me was the Netflix. I couldn't get March Madness. Oh, they just didn't have. No, this guy. My dentist has got like Netflix. He's got where you can. Regular TV, basically anything you want. It's pretty legit. That's big time. That is big time. They're like, we don't usually see people slapping chips down <laughs> on bets when they're getting their teeth cleaned. She probably's like, that doesn't look like Facebook. What's this guy looking at? <laughs> You're like, can you stop for a second? There's a couple things I need to do here. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> you know, we always uh, t- try to take time to have the listeners um, hopefully learn a thing or two. And I've got one. Uh, you know, most people are doing some type of pool right now, you know, a March Madness pool. Well, it just occurred to me, and I just don't know if people know this, so I thought I'd bring it to their attention. Did you know that when you do a pool with someone, you know, a lot of times you don't know who the person is. Sometimes you might know who's running the pool. But did you know that they actually typically pull money off the top to pay themselves for, for running that pool? Um, because remember, I never thought about it until our, our buddy Daniel like uh, several years ago. Oh, yeah. There was the guy that did the uh, Masters Golf one. Right. We were, we were doing all the numbers. And yeah. this, this had thousands of people in it. Thousands. And our buddy's like, wow, he's pulling 5,000 off the top. Because there was like 50,000 in the pot. There was that many people doing it. And our buddy's like, because the guy goes, oh, first place you get this, second place you get this. And then our buddy like took it in consideration. He's like, dude, he pays himself 5,000 to do that. Mm-hmm. And then... I started noticing it like when I did this uh, this year. I'm like, oh, this dude's pulling sixteen hundred off the top here. So the question begs to ask: Is does that person deserve to get paid some? Um, and I do think to a certain degree they do because they're the one that has the email list of everyone that they're shooting out to. Um, you know, the ones where like you really have to collect the money and stuff like that. It's kind of a pain. So I do think that. They should pull a little bit off the top. The question is how much. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, just know when you're doing a pool, someone's usually skimming off the top. Mm, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think you. what you're referencing is you're doing a March Madness one, and you guys noticed, I think, same thing. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I noticed the guy was like, I'm like, wow, 1,600? I mean, this tournament only lasts like a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I understand when, like, it's a whole season. But anyway, and then I start thinking about, like, well, he is the one that has the email list. So, you know. Yeah, it's it's the access to the people. And then, you know, as you know, I, we do with our boy, the Reedster, we do a football one. Right. Myself and, and it is it is a pain to run some people down. Oh, and yeah. It's, it's not easy. Right. And then something that's kind of off topic, but I was like, mm, you know what? Maybe there is a learning moment there because I took Uber this weekend. And uh, I'm chitting with the guy, and he starts talking, and uh, you know, I'm asking him about the job and stuff, and he's like, "Yeah," and they only make like a third of the of the fare. So if your fare is twenty one dollars, they only make seven, and the rest goes to Uber. I'm like, "Really?" I'm like, "That's kind of weak." And then I'm like, "What about the tip?" And he's like, "No, we get a hundred percent of the tip." So. I'm like, okay, I don't think everyone knows that. Because I think when you take Uber, you're like, oh, 21. This dude's getting like, you know, not 21, but you're thinking the guy's going to get the 18. Nope, he gets one third. (laughs) So once again, ladies and gentlemen, the Uber, it's all about the tip. 
So tune in every week, ladies and gentlemen. This is Life's Lessons with Bolt. It's not just gambling, but it's the day-to-day we'll get you through. Sometimes. Sometimes. Right. Yeah, the Uber, I mean, Uber's cleaning up there. Jeez. Right. They could hook those guys up with because it's not like they're giving them medical coverage or anything. No. One of the things that, uh, you know, you were talking about the tournament and, you know, the Big Ten, once again, they, Terrible. S- they send everyone in. And only one's going to the Sweet 16. Um, so once again, the Big Ten flops. And the, and it started. I started thinking about the Big Ten, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, what about that guy Kofi that played for Illinois that was just so big and dominant? Yeah. The 7-1 guy. Yep. How about that dude's in Japan? He's not even in the NBA. Oh, really? Yeah. And then Luca Garza, who was the wooden player of the year from Iowa. Yep. He's G League. It's just crazy. I mean, yeah, I, I remember him. You can kind of tell the guys that just don't move very quick. I mean, the NBA is up and back. You you got to be able to move with those dudes. Well, yeah, it just kind of shows how much the game has changed. Because this article I was reading on Kofi was like, dude, if he was around like four or five years ago, he would have been Lotto. And now they're like, dude, this game we're getting up and down the court. Yeah, I mean, dude, even like Manute Bowl had a place back in the day because you just put the hand up and block. <laughs> Not anymore. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, Gonzaga, Timmy, I, I, you know, he's a great college dude. Oh, well, listen, in your, what you're alluding at is what's he going to do in the NBA? Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking about with Drew. I was looking at big Timmy and I'm like, okay, dude, obviously you have aspirations to get to the NBA. Do you want to lift the weights a little bit? Yeah, there's no pipes. Holy cow. (laughs) Like, I mean, I know some people's frames aren't made to be like yoked. But, dude, when you look at the arms and like you, there's no definition and you're 21 years old, that's a problem. <laughs> and, and you're playing hoops every day. And you're, yeah, and you're posting up people like, dude, he'd get thrown like a rag child down low built like that. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, Drew, this is your last run here, bud. I mean, unless you're going overseas also. Because mm, someone will grab him. I know. don't know, dude. Not with those yokes. Like, they're going to take a gander at him and go, unless he's, like, willing to take about 10 cycles of steroids. <laughs> Timmy, we're interested in you if you're willing to take steroids for the next three years nonstop. <laughs> then maybe someone's interested in him. I do like him, though. I mean, he, he pumps it up and gets gets the squad going. Well, he does. So now that, uh, that brings us in to the ball game. Big ball game. With Gonzaga versus the UCLA. Mm-hmm. UCLA has been kind of stomping on people. What do you think about that ball game? They're meeting in big Las Vegas, too. Mm. Um, I'm still going to stick with what I had you know, initially. I have Gonzaga. Okay. I like it. I mean, I, I know, you know, Jaime Jaquez in, in uh, UCLA, you know, they've got some dudes that are returning the point guard that have... They made the deep run to the final four, but I'm still sticking with the Zags. Yeah, I like the Zags there too, actually. And what are they getting? Like four? Are the Zags getting four points? I think so. Okay. So, um, and also speaking of the Zags, holy cow, were they in the backdoor Billy ball game of the tournament? So, yeah. TCU. Wow. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've talked about a backdoor before, what that is. And it's basically when. The bet that you have has got a 99% chance to win, and then something crazy happens, and all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to lose my bet. That's a backdoor. Gonzaga versus TCU, and the line is Gonzaga minus four and a half, and they're up six points with .7 seconds left in the ballgame, not even one second, and TCU 
you know, sometimes when they roll the ball um, up the court, and that's because if you touch it, the clock starts. So if they roll it, the clock doesn't start. The ball rolls all the way past half court. I've never seen it go that far before. <laughs> but Gonzaga's like, who cares? This game's over with. The guy picks it up just over half court with .7 seconds left. Bingo, three ball, only lose by three. Uh, TCU cover. I think it was like their power forward too. It wasn't like it wasn't their guard. <laughs> I mean, dude, <laughs> luckily I wasn't a part of that game. That's that's the TV out the window. Maybe that was backdoor Louie. But our boy uh, Big Panoram was at the game in Denver, and I we I texted the two of you. I'm like, whoa, did you <laughs> see that? And he goes. I had TCU. That was unreal. <laughs> that's the dude that's in the stadium when he hits it. He goes, yeah! <laughs> like when the ball game's over. I remember I was at a Warriors game one time way back in the day with, with a girlfriend years ago, days ago. And the game's totally over with with the Warriors game. They were up by like 15 and same thing happened. And there's a guy way on the other side of the stadium when the ball goes in. He goes, yeah! And she goes, why is that guy cheering so much? And I go, because he had chips on the game, mm-hmm. and that basket just came into play. <laughs> well, so sticking in that same conference, the West, it's the West bracket, was uh, a squad I had advancing, Big Arkansas. So did I, buddy. Mm-hmm. But and, did, then, and I had UConn advancing, too. Did you? Well, you have UConn as your national champ, I think. Don't well, you? I sure do, buddy. So I'd imagine they advanced. Well, no, but I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying, did you have UConn as well going this far? Yes. Okay. And I had, you know, I, I thought they'd beat St. Mary's, but they they looked pretty good. Well, I think what you're trying to say is they looked dominant. Uh, the size took over there. Yeah, but you know, Arkansas is going to be a real tough matchup there for UConn. Agreed. The line game. The lines like well, I thought, what is the line? I think it's three and a half. And uh, this is going to be a best bet, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get ready to write this down. If you'd like to throw some chippers on the game, we're not messing with the with the three and a half. We're just going to money line UConn minus 175 to win the 100. Mm. Sometimes that's what you got to do, ladies and gentlemen. Pay a little extra. Get rid of those garbage points. Let's just win the ball game. That was uh, like you're telling me the the one guy did the Purdue money line and it didn't go his way. Ooh. Yeah. There was a big name handicapper um, and he tweeted out that uh, Purdue in their first game was minus 50. Minus five thousand to one to win the ball game because they were a twenty three and a half point favorite, and so those are the odds you bet. So basically, you put fifty dollars down to win one, or five thousand to win a hundred. Who knows how much this pro put down? Let's just take a guess and say he put twenty five thousand down to win five hundred, and it lost. Mm. And Purdue on that topic. You're one of the 409 clean it ups. Yes, they are. That was incredible. Let's break this down a little bit more. Did you know the squad that they played was the shortest team in Division I basketball? No. Out of all 328 Division I squads, this team was the smallest. You ready for this? Average height, six foot one. Okay. So I thought about that. Okay, and I'm thinking, okay, you got a basketball team of 15 guys on it, and if you're 6'1", you think it's pretty safe to say you're probably the third shortest on the team, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, out of 15 guys, you're 6'1 on a basketball team, probably the third shortest. There's two guys that are smaller than you. (laughs) Their average squad was 6'1". Jeez. And how about Purdue's average size? 6'5", their average. Right. 
and it didn't matter. That is a small clean it up. Plus, I'm pleased at him because that's the squad I picked in the my survivor pool. Nice job, Purdue. Those guys are feeling bueno. Oh, right you now. opened with Purdue. Yeah, I got the first day underneath me, and then I well, I took Purdue because I'm like, this squad's not going to go very far. No, but they're gonna, not going to win the first game, second time ever in history. Yeah. That the number one seed goes down to sixteen, but this one's worse because this squad was worse. Yeah, I uh, you know I said that last week. I'm like just looking at their scores. They had a you know bunch of three point four point wins. I, I didn't trust them. I certainly thought they'd win their first rounder. Yeah, but you were right. Yeah, they were they were struck well. And remember, we were talking about it, and and others were talking about it too. Their point guards, remember mm-hmm. the freshman point guards, thought they could get past the first game. Though, I mean. Are they feeling bueno on the Purdue campus right now? I mean, dude, those guys probably haven't even gotten out of bed. Yeah, just the way the game is now. You can take these big guys out of the game a lot easier. And if you can stroke the three ball. Well, Zach still had his like 21 and 12 or whatever. I mean, no one, you know, if the 6-1 dude's on him, he better. <laughs> yeah, it looked like uh, like when dad's playing the kids and dunk basketball. <laughs> but the kids came up with the W somehow. <laughs> right. Shimony Christmas. And then since we're on the topic of the 409s, let's get ready to clean this one up too. Big Virginia versus Furman. Holy cow. Are we ready for this one? We're up to Big Virginia is up to with you ready for this? 12 seconds left. This is incredible. And Virginia has the ball and they've got their point guard Clark throwing it in, which is smart because you want him to make a good pass. And then if you throw it back to him, he's a good free throw shooter. Well, Clark throws it in. They throw it back to Clark, and then he decides to play three flies up with the basketball. <laughs> he hits the panic button. Oh, my God, did he hit the panic button. He chucks it up over towards half court. Guy picks it, comes down, three ball, ball game. Wins yeah. Furman by one. 409, clean it up, big Virginia. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow, that was... And that Clark guy, I think he's a senior. I mean, he's been around forever. Like, know the the game situation there. Just dude. The, the clock and all of it. And don't panic. Dude, let him foul you. What are you doing? Like, I mean, that was. That, that's like he was at the beach playing three flies up. Hey, guys. Maybe owed the bookie the chips. Like, <laughs> comes down to it. Good man. call. Good call. <laughs> Shaving the point. Just throw it out. Because that's that's how bad of a play it was. It Good just call. didn't make sense. <laughs> There's just sometimes I wish I could hit the button and go, can I substitute for myself right now? Let's put me in here for the Give final. me the uni. Let me play some defense. We need a bucket here. One substitution a game. Here he comes. <laughs> Especially to play defense sometime. I'm like, come on, you guys can't stop this guy. Yeah. Shuffle the feet, big guy. Yeah. Jim Christmas. Yeah, that was that was in between the games that we saw when I was at the arena. And like it was on the TVs and even there, everyone's like, Whoa. So so in between games, they put it on the big screen for you? They put it all yeah, on all the TVs out by the concessions and stuff too. So you can kind of check in on them. How much time in between games? Twenty five minutes. Um I mean there is I mean, I'm sure as all of you watching at home can tell, there's so many T V timeouts too. Mm. You know, you start to learn the breaks when you watch the tournament again. It's like First stop under 15 minutes, first stop under 12 minutes, first stop under eight minutes. So the coaches, they try to hold on to their other TOs because they know those TV ones are coming. Right. So what, what, what part of the games did my nephew enjoy the best? 
the most? Uh, just being up close and watching them. I mean, then the second game was Arizona Princeton, and I just kept telling them, like, look, you know, this those guys aren't the quote unquote as athletic team, and the effort, you know, talking about being undersized, they have like six six dudes down in the paint and banging with like their. 610 guys. Yeah. And they just, the effort was great to see in person. Uh, and they balled. So now, you know, Princeton's kind of, I'm pulling for them. I'd love to see them make the final four. Well, and big Arizona, once again, just have talent up and down the roster and it doesn't matter. No, they just couldn't pull her through. I um, I think I told you the, the Princeton's wife, the coach's wife was sitting behind me and I could... She was chatting with her friend or something. Like the timeouts would happen, and the girls um, from each team would rotate like center court at the timeouts. And she's like, "I feel like we're not getting as much uh, court time here with the cheerleaders." She's like, "I mean, I get it. Arizona has bombshell, 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 <laughs> and we kind of have a high school squad over here." <laughs> so the 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 ladies were talking about that the cheerleaders weren't getting the action. She said the Princeton ones weren't getting on the courts because Arizona had some smoking hot cheerleaders well i'm sure they do i mean that's yeah. one of the best schools in the nation for the lady friends but it was funny the coach's wife was noticing <laughs> it. um but your princeton cheerleaders may go further in life we'll see um yeah arizona i mean i'm, I'm sure they had a big crowd there right for uh-huh. Arizona, yeah because it's west coast they, there was a ton of them there was there more than princeton probably yeah yeah for sure Right. But Princeton doesn't run that like slow back pick offense anymore, right? No, they've gotten a little more current. <laughs> a little bit more current. <laughs> the, the, the back screen back cut <laughs> and four the, corners. And the final scores 47 45. Yeah, we have a shot clock now. We can't institute that. Oh, that's right. That plays, that plays part into that big time. Mm-hmm. But they look like they can hang, you know? I mean, so they're playing Creighton. It's not like they can't win that game. Ah, uh, right. Except I've got Big Creighton going to the Final Four. No, I know you liked them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then and then Big Alabama plays San Diego Stater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bama, you know, the Miller guy was kind of an oddity there. That first game, he didn't score. And they kind of held him to 19 minutes. They said something like the groin was still bothering him. Then he played the second game and, and seemed fine. So I would imagine Alabama can still roll through that bracket. Well, Big Creighton will have something to say about that. They may. <laughs> where? Uh, so if you could adjust where we stand now, would you change your national champion? No, I would not. You're sticking with the UConn. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I had them playing Marquette in the championship. Yeah, I had Marquette as well. I, I mean, I like Shaka Smart. He's pretty calm. I don't know if you watch him. Like, I mean, he gets down. He gets in the defensive stance, but like, he's a pretty, you know, he's not one of those Tom Izzo, you know, blood pressure dudes, <laughs> right? <laughs> he looks or, like or he's Bob, gonna Bobby Hurley. Izzo's great to watch just for the expressions and like his eyes look like they're gonna come out sometimes. When he's talking <laughs> to the dude. Well, it, you know, my boy Tyler Colick for Marquette. They they held him down, and I was looking at him, and I'm like, God, you know that guy looks like it's if. Tom Cruise was in a basketball movie and they made Tom look like a basketball player. (laughs) All the right moves. (laughs) Right. If Tom, if you just put Tom in the tank top and shorts, it's Tyler Kolick. He just, Mm, because of the, because of the hair. I was going to say that his haircut was terrible. (laughs) And the way he runs, you know how Tom kind of runs straight up like in the movies. Yeah. That's kind of big Tyler. 
Yeah, no, that what that guy had like five points. Like he couldn't get anything going. No, nah, it was garbage. Gosh, that was garbage. They kept showing his dad. His dad was somewhere standing up high, like because he can't sit and watch. Yeah, he watches, but he like paces back and forth, and the mom sits down low. Right. Yeah, I think that would probably be me too. Yeah. That'd be super hard to watch your kid like in a big game like that. I don't think I could sit down either. He just couldn't get the three ball going. He didn't like the new balls like I like I was saying. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Everyone's like, dude, what's going on here? So, you know, it fails to see if uh if the unders will still happen. But, you know, you're gonna hear that a lot. And so the the odds makers hear it too, and they'll probably adjust the line. So I, I don't think it's gonna be hitting at a sixty eight percent rate going forward. No, I mean I, a lot of them aren't shooting as well. I mean these are different arenas. It's just a, well, whole, it's a whole different ball game. So here. on that topic, um, in the last decade, this is the third worst three point shooting um, over the tournament, and they're shooting at thirty one percent March Madness three pointers. But also, the top five most efficient defenses in the nation happen to be in the Sweet Sixteen as well. Mm. You got Big Alabama and the San Diego State. Um, UCLA. I mean, those guys are legit at defense. I bet Arkansas's up there. Yeah. So, how about Arkansas? The head coach decides to rip the shirt off. Big muscle man. He's like, dude, let me show you the muscles here real quick. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> but, dude, I didn't see that. I just, I was listening to it on the radio, and they're like, whoa, coach's got the shirt off. I mean, how did that even happen? I don't know. Yeah, I kind of saw the, I saw him with it off. And I don't know like if a, if a guy pulled it off or what it was. Because he's done it before in the locker room, I think. Yeah. But, but not center court. <laughs> oh, he's done it in the locker room? So I, I think when he was at Reno, maybe. Wow, this isn't his first time, Big Park. Holy he, cow. He pumps it. Yeah. Because I think he took Reno to the Elite Eight. Um, yeah, no. With those Martin twins or an NBA. He obviously knows what he's doing. I mean, he used to be the coach of the Golden State Warriors. And for the Kings for a second, I think, before Reno, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think he was the coach when I actually went into the locker room with the War Dogs. Nice. Yep. <laughs> that, that's a story for another day. Well, what do we have? What else you got here betting-wise? Um, so I do like Gonzog. I'll, I'll I'll take the points there with Big Gonzaga. I think the matchup they have with UCLA is like pretty much perfect. Um, UCLA's you know known for their defense, but Gonzaga's got the most efficient offense in the uh, entire United States. And UCLA's not super super physical. I think that's the type of squad that gives Gonzaga problems. So I'll take Gonzaga in the points there. And then what was the earlier one that I had? You said. Take uh, UConn money line over Arkansas. Oh yes, yes, and that rec- and that reminds me. So UConn money line, Gonzaga, and then the third best. I noticed that at minus one seventy five again, you can bet no if a number one seed will win the tournament or not. And I don't, you know, I said this at the beginning. I'm going to say it again now. Two of them are already out. No, a number one seed will not win it. Mm. Yep. So I've got, that I've got Houston, they might have something to say about that. Okay, so big Houston and Alabama; those are the only. So basically, I've got fourteen squads against two. Right, uh-huh. all right, minus one seventy-five. Those are the three best bets. Ha! Huh. Yep. That was like golf back in the day. If you want to take Tiger, or you want to bet the field. Well, and you know, you mentioned that that handicapper that took Purdue for all the chips. He's like, hey, I do that stuff all the time. I mean, that's why I'm I'm not knocking what he did at all. Um, He's like, and I'll do it again. And he goes, the when the master starts, it's going to be fifty thousand to one again. <clears throat> um, same odds. Will Tiger win the Masters or not? And I'm going to put no. 
And I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what, I mean, people do that all the time. Like those big chippers. They, they, you know, that's how you, you got to lay a lot sometimes, but it's like when it's like a 99% chance. And that's what he said. He's like, Purdue had a 99% chance. He's like, I went with it and I lost. Right. But, you know. But at 50,000 to one, I mean, how much are you throwing out there to win what? Well, no, not 50,000 to one, right? So it was 50 to win. A, um, so it was 500 to one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like I said, I mean, if he put 25,000 on it, it'd be win 500. But you could put $50 down to win one. Hmm. <laughs> So there you go, 50 to win one. Right. Get well, yourself a candy bar. I've got three of my final four left. Uh, Do you? That, the East bracket's the one that's a little chopped up now. Um, you know, it's FAU, Tennessee, K-State, Michigan State. Right. So I'd, I'd go with Tennessee coming out of that bracket now. Mm, yep, probably. I mean, K-State looked pretty good. Uh, and then Izzo, guy, balls in March. <laughs> well, kind of. I no, mean, I know. He's not, not like he used to always no. in the Final Four. He, like, everyone said that because it was true. And then, like, the last four. I mean, remember last year? <clears throat> I actually remember him. We had as the best bet. They were the play-in game. And they didn't even win. Uh-huh. I think ASU beat them. Hmm. That might be a memory right there. Yep. All right. Well, we recapped the bets here. Anything else you want to add here before we go? That's it, my friend. Okay. Well, this is a great time to watch the Sweet 16 this weekend. Be raining here. We can just chill and watch the hoops again. But we will catch you guys after this one. It'll be the final four, right? Yep. And if uh, you could take the time to leave us some reviews, we'd really appreciate that as well. Yep. And keep your eyes on Instagram and Twitter at Bolt Brady Picks. Bolt throws some things on there for the games the day of. Or if a line's moving in his favor, he'll let you guys know. That'll do it for the Sweet 16. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya.